0: The following podcast is brought to you by EPN, the Encore Podcast Network. Welcome, Warheads, to another episode of your favorite professional wrestling podcast. This is Talk Is War. I am your host, Alpha Z, and your other host for this evening is Hades. How we doing? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? I'm all right. I'm all right uh you know just just getting by you
1: feeling better after your hangover this morning
0: yeah yeah we i was uh we were gonna do the show yesterday but uh, i was like all right um we're gonna record uh this time then i was like all right let's do this and then stuff happened and i started drinking and the podcast episode didn't happen yesterday but (laughs) No, it did not. No, but we're 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 here now. We're here now. We're good. We're good, and we're not intoxicated, right? No, I haven't drank. Uh Oh, okay. Oh, okay. I I don't know why. I just thought you were gonna be like, ah, actually, I'm a little, yeah, but. Well, most of the time, okay.
1: Y'all know me too fucking well, because most of the time I would have had a couple drinks.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I, I used to have a some like at least one or maybe just one shot because it would kind of just loosen you up, you know. You know how it? I don't know what it is, but you know how when you just take a drink and or you know you are just down one, you're you're a little loosened up, you know. Like, you're just good to go. It's a confidence booster. Yeah, yeah, but it, what what is that? Well, like whenever it makes you feel loose like that whenever it gets the blood flowing you know is, is that the alcohol just...
1: there there is an ingredient ingredient in alcohol that because alcohol is considered a depressant it also releases serotonin because the brain is trying oh. to fight off that
0: the bad chemical oh well that makes sense well um summer slam i'm not a fucking nerd <laughs> summer slam it's just science It's a cool thing to know. Well, with uh, SummerSlam, that happened a few nights ago. And, boy, do we have a lot to talk about with that. It's uh, Uh, a lot to unpack. But um, some good things. Some good things. some Where? Uh, Yeah, we'll get to it. Some bad things and some things that were just, what the fuck? What was that? What happened? How did this happen? Well, we'll get to that and more. We're also going to be talking about some pro-wrestling rumors, and uh, well, I think that's it. Also, uh pending for your thoughts first, but before we get to that, um, just a little Encore Podcast Network news uh, from us to you guys. Uh, let's see, uh, the new episode of Let's Fact, uh, that is my podcast about facts slash education, I guess. Uh, new episode of that is out now, it is about pizza and um this week going to be a new episode releasing probably around the weekend i uh, not sure what it's going to be about so just tune didn't in. you just release
1: one didn't you just release one
0: uh, yeah yeah i released one a little bit ago but this this is the newest one but uh, yeah it's coming this weekend and it is available let's fact it is now available on iHeartRadio, google podcasts spreaker spotify and more to come, so stay tuned. And yeah, I think that's all the uh, EPN news uh, from me. Uh, do you have any, Hades? Hello. All right, we good? Finally. All right. <laughs> Sorry about that. Well, uh, anyway, um, did you have any, uh, you know, uh, announcements about EPN from you? On your behalf? Uh, I do not. Okay. Well, um, keep tuned in here for uh, more news about uh, EPN, the Encore Podcast Network. And uh, more shows will be coming soon. So be sure to stick around and uh, catch those shows. You aren't going to miss one of them. Not single one. Well, you may look no, at no. one and you may think, like, oh, well, maybe that's not for me. But you, you may like it. Just try it. Try things you, you you may not think you like, because you might like it. So so try this, try these, some of these. Yeah. All right. Well. Anyway. Um. Now we're moving on to little uh, Penny for your thoughts. Hades, Penny for your thoughts, brother.
1: Why is dating as an adult? So fucking hard.
0: It's always hard, man. It's always hard. I think I think we've talked about this before with your penny, actually. Uh, but um, more than a few know, times. I, I I think I've said this before. Um, I honestly haven't really experienced dating as an adult because uh, I've been with my girlfriend for five years. So oh. since like senior year of high, well, more junior year of high school, but still uh, since high school. So. I never really got to experience the whole uh, independent uh, adult dating concept, you know. But I mean, I've seen it, you know, secondhand. I've, I've, I've had some single friends and, you know, they, it's a little tough.
1: Switchblader and I. (laughs) Well, yeah.
0: But I mean, you're not the only single friend,
1: but still. So it's not hard. Like in the traditional sense of like when you're dating as a high schooler or even a college student where you're an awkward idiot that's just horny all the fucking time. (laughs) Dating as an adult is hard simply because you've either got the issue with meeting up because work schedules don't align or someone has a kid and can't get a sitter Mm -hmm. or they live hours away.
0: Yeah, it's it's a little tough. It's a little tough. And it's uh, hard to make accommodations for, you know, a lot of the things uh, some of these people might require. Because things are tough now, you know. A lot of shit's getting expensive. You know, we're pretty much in recession. I don't give a fuck what anyone says. We're pretty much in we recession. We are in a
1: fucking recession. We are. We've been in a recession for a couple of years.
0: Yeah. You know, I was kind of thinking about that. Like, I remember there being a big recession in, like, the late 2000s. Uh, wasn't really anything happening in the uh, 2010s, really? No- nothing really notable, at least economically speaking. I mean, the government shut down a few times and all that, but like nothing too big happened. But did we ever like fully get out of that whole recession thing or? We did. So
1: the recession in the early noughts had to do a lot with the stock market. The early what? The early two thousands. Did you say knots? Yes, knots. So you've got the nineteen hundreds, the knots, which are the early two thousands before two thousand ten. Then you've got the tents.
0: Never heard it referred to that as knots before. Well, continue.
1: So we had the recession in the early knots due to property value tanking. Uh, war was a big yeah. one, and right. the stock market. Yeah, and, I mean, after... didn't
0: didn't after like didn't like nine eleven kind of shift that kind of thing too.
1: It was a catalyst, but it didn't hit real hard until a few years
0: after. Oh, okay. <clears throat> Weird, we're talking, we're talking about this, <laughs> but you know, it. You know, Penny, for your thoughts, it's a beauty.
1: Yeah, <clears throat> but um mid mid 2008 we came out of it didn't really hit again it didn't really start again until i want to say uh 2021 yeah about so like last year or so Mainly because um, the way the economy changed with the tax system and everything. Also after COVID. COVID. COVID was a big part of that, too. Right. But the, the way the government changed in general after Trump and with Biden in play, uh, a lot of things just changed all at once. and. Yeah. We yeah. didn't. the The United States government didn't really have a net under the lo- under the tightrope to catch us.
0: Right, right. And uh, we do want to make it clear: we're not uh, trying to talk politics or anything with this sort of thing. These things don't matter who's in office. Like, like th- these kind of things just happen, you know.
1: Uh, no, no, like, I'm not. I'm so. not going to say that. Right. I'm right. not going to bash either one of them. Of course. Just not on here, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Tune into a possible other podcast. Um, but no, like, if if we look at the tax system when Trump was in office compared to the tax system we have now with Biden in office, they're drastically different.
0: Of course. And.
1: The American people and the Treasury itself didn't really accommodate themselves well with that drastic change between the two systems.
0: So it's it's kind of funny.
1: Falling into a recession.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of funny, too. I I don't know who said it, but someone said, uh, why don't we just print more money? I'm like, do you not know what inflation is? <laughs> like, Germany, tried,
1: can... Germany tried that in world during world after World War II. Um the German dollar back then was worth was worth less than America, than an American penny. Wow,
0: that's crazy.
1: And America well, tried it in the 70s and it fucked it up again.
0: The cool thing I liked about um like when I was in economics in college, I, I really liked learning about this kind of stuff, like how the the market in itself it evolves it, it evolves on its own. It doesn't matter who's in charge or who's in these corporations or you know who's in charge of the stocks or whatever. These kind of things, a lot of times, they just happen naturally. It's its own little you know its own little ecosystem, and, it, and it's pretty cool. And one big thing that was a
1: huge catalyst for this current recession oddly enough was crypto
0: yeah yeah crypto lost a lot of its value like especially crypto now
1: crypto lost a ton of its value so people were selling it like mad and mm-hmm. because of people selling it like mad a lot of these major corporations ran out of money so they had to hike up their prices to
0: counteract the crypto market. I always thought that kind of stuff was way too risky for what it was presented as. Like, like the, it, the whole crypto so, currency. What's that?
1: Investing in crypto is very risky. If you're yeah, smart yeah. enough and have the disposable income, which is easily six to 10 grand building a minor isn't risky
0: right right but it's like the whole thing though it's presented in itself it if you have if you've done the homework and everything and you know what you're doing and you have the money to blow it and try then i guess you're good but like if you're just you know someone regular trying to make it you know and trying to do this thing you know just one foot in the water, you know, you don't not really knowing what you're doing. It's a lot, even if you do know what you're doing, though. It, it can be a lot of risk. Um, oh, especially I, with I, like,
1: I invested in some, and I lost all my money.
0: Yeah, yeah. See, like it's it's crazy. Like, and that's why I never really got into the whole cryptocurrency or or Bitcoin or or NFTs or whatever, you know. I I never really got I into I don't those even know things. how the hell
1: NFTs work.
0: Yeah, me either. I don't know how that shit works. It doesn't even make any sense. Like uh, but anyway, like I can't excuse I
1: so c- myself in the foot every day for not buying
0: GameStop s- stock sooner. Yeah. And it, all that kind of stuff, it all has its own risk if it's all electronic, you know? Like I'm just like I'm real money, like paper money in itself is kind of real, so Give me that, you know. not for long. Well, yeah, that's why I said kind of real.
1: Because I mean, I I get called a crook damn near every day at where I work, which hopefully after Monday I won't have to work there much longer. But yeah. um, we charge a three dollar processing fee for people to pay their bill with cash.
0: Oh, really? We charge four. Yeah, like see. <laughs> like it's not three dollars. That's that's not bad, you know. It's three dollars, and I always tell people when they come in, I'm like, you can you can pay it over the phone, or you can do it on your phone, or like do it on your app on the phone. It's, there's no fee. You don't have to come and see me. Who wouldn't <laughs> want to come and see you? Uh, no, I know, but some people are just like, well, well four dollars. What the fuck? And I'm like, well, you don't have to come and see my see my pretty little face. You know, you can just, you know. Thing is, like
1: you'll have the regulars that are just like you'll warn them about it, and they're like, "I know, I know." And you're like, "I know, you know," but I still got to say this because yeah.
0: it's part of the fucking script. I hate it too because you got the like. I'm a customer too with Boost, so I got to pay four dollars every time I pay my thing in the store. But then I realized I'm a smart person and I can do it over the phone. So I'm like, "Oh, okay." So that's what a lot of people need to do instead. Of I, don't, a- I don't. I f- don't pay my bill with cash. Well, I don't know how to work my goddamn phone. I, I can't, I can't figure out how to.
1: Yeah, and we have a new policy in place now. Oh God! To where any type of troubleshooting, like someone comes in and like they need their auto pay set up, or right, their Facebook's right. fucking up, or something Just, along those lines,
0: tech support kind of stuff. I have to charge them thirty dollars. <gasps> that's. That's easy money right there, man. I wish we had that. Some people are lucky to even tip me. I had one old dude give me like five dollars one time. He was like, "Hey, go get yourself a hamburger." So you like get that. tips? Well, I'd, again, if I'm lucky, and the most I've gotten on a tips on pro- probably that man's five dollars that I did not spend on a burger, but I spent on a cheeseburger. So
1: if you use the said- McDonald's, you can get stuff for free. That's what I do.
0: Yeah, that's true. Oh, and um, this has kind of been our penny for our thoughts, but I'll go ahead and say this right now since you brought out uh, McDonald's. Dude, they need to bring back the Szechuan sauce, man. Oh, my God. Fucking – you You (laughs) are –
1: you are easily the 20th person to tell me this.
0: this So good. So good. If you guys haven't had this – well, you haven't seen Rick and Morty, but – Um, Hey, hey, you want to know how to make it? How do you? Well, actually, I do know how to make it because Binging with Babish on YouTube showed me how to make it. He made like six different ones. but
1: Yeah, you want to know a real cheap way to make it that Binging with Babish didn't show? What's that? Equal parts. Fish sauce. Soy sauce. Teriyaki sauce. Mix that shit together. Boil it for five minutes.
0: All right. Well, we just gave some cooking tips to a bunch of people. I hope you guys wrote that down pretty fast because, okay, I'll I'll need to remember that. I'll listen to this again so I can get that (laughs) recipe. I'll let you know how it goes. But, God, that sauce was amazing. It was.
1: I've always preferred my favorite dipping sauce if I can get it. And I'm, I'm one of those people that I will go to three different restaurants to build my favorite meal.
0: Oh, that's a am- yes, yes. I love that. Yes. Ah, oh. I'll, I'll go to
1: Steak and Shake for fries. I'll go to Wendy's for nuggets. Yes. Oh, McDonald's yes. for hot mustard dipping sauce. I'll go to Burger King for a co- for a Coke, and then I'll go down to Arby's and order a Reuben.
0: Wow, that's awesome. That's awesome. That's the way to do it. If I could,
1: I if- literally. You ever, you know how girls are always like, I don't know what I want to eat.
0: Oh, Well, it's it, it's not just girls. I'll tell you that here. because I'm like that too. I know you are. <laughs> uh, I've hung out with
1: stuff. I know you are. Yeah. Fucking cat, fucking cafe every day at noon on the dot. Z, what are you getting to eat? I don't fucking know yet.
0: Yeah, I'll I'll will figure it out and I'll come back with a couple things. But if I'm there and I don't know what's you know what's cooking, if I don't know what the rock is cooking, then I don't. We
1: know. literally get an <laughs> email with the damn things.
0: Uh, well, that's been a penny for our thoughts. We talked about a little bit of everything. We talked about the economy. We talked about fast food. We talked about love and
1: <laughs> no. No, here's another penny for my thought. Where the fuck is my baby brother? I don't know.
0: I don't know. He's probably working.
1: He said he was good.
0: He did. Jake's not here either. I don't know where he is. Jake's never fucking here. I know. I miss him. I want him to be on The Warriors are... splat. Fuck! (laughs) The Warheads miss him. God damn it. I'm going to keep doing that. All right. All right. Well... That's been a penny for our thoughts. Tell us what you guys are thinking. Tell us what's on your lovely gray matter. And tell us what you want to hear about on this podcast. T-I-W-B-A-B-A at gmail.com. It's the same goddamn email. Hit us up. And now, we've got a SummerSlam to review Hades. That we do. We do.
1: We do. And this one being pretty much a couple matches because SummerSlam actually got on my nerves this year.
0: All right, all right. Well, well, we'll recap it as a whole. But um, I watched the whole thing, and I didn't have to do too much drinking in between some matches. But That's uh, why I
1: only watched a couple matches. I felt the alcoholism start to kick in. I'm like, yep, <laughs> I'm done with this shit. Uh,
0: so this was pretty much the first one, uh, the first uh, pay-per-view that has been under the helm of Triple H. So... Guess we'll see how this continues. Oh God! Yeah.
1: Oh yeah! I forgot about fucking. I'm starting to miss the old man now.
0: Well, I mean, I I think this is a good shift for some things. We'll, we'll I'll, I'll see where it takes us. I certainly enjoyed it. Uh, uh... You cut out. Z. Can you hear me? I can now. Okay, that was weird. Well, anyway, uh, I'm going to give this, you know, whole thing a shot just to see how it rides out with, you know, Triple H being uh, head of creative and whatnot. I-, I have some hope for it. We saw some great stuff in NXT. All we right. saw
1: stuff in NXT, but NXT has always been the smaller of the th- of the
0: three. It has. It has. It has. There's been a lot more viewers on the other shows, too. But now that he's in charge of the big shows now, maybe we'll see something. Maybe. Let's hope so. All right. So, let's see. This was at the Nissan Stadium in Nashville, Tennessee, home of WWE Hall of Famer and special guest referee in this pay-per-view, Jeff Jarrett, Double J himself. And... Well, let's see here. First match of the night. Um, was there a kickoff show thing? I didn't see it. Um, I don't think there was. I didn't see any advertise. I mean, I didn't really. I didn't tune in, but I didn't see any advertisements for it. I didn't see
1: anything in regards to a kickoff. Yeah, me, me
0: either. Well, um, let me see. Let me see. Trying to get the recap here I wrote some notes down I want to get them pulled up here There we go So the first match of the night Was uh, the Raw Women's Championship on the line Bianca Belair, the champion Taking on Becky Lynch This match was great um, But I I do have one complaint about it And I'm sure you noticed too They were moving too goddamn fast In some parts They were Like they were rushing it that wasn't my big complaint. Mm. Well, what was yours?
1: About that match. My big complaint has evolved from like the matches themselves to the actual people who are carrying these belts. Becky Lynch has turned into the female equivalent of Brock Lesnar.
0: Oh, uh, Bianca, you mean? Yeah. So, yeah, I I knew, I I knew what you were, yeah. But um, yeah, I I kind of see that now. She's uh, she is kind of giving off the dominant champion kind of thing. I I do feel like it's going to be a long, long time for us to see this uh, whole thing. You know. the whole thing go with the rivalry with her being uh, taken off of the championship pedestal, you know? So I see what you're saying about that. Um, And another thing is I I wasn't sure about going in with this because we just saw this match. Like we saw this at WrestleMania and yeah. yeah, And and we We saw saw it a few more times. Yeah. And it's, and we saw it a few more times, but I will say this, this one I think was better than the one at, Wrestlemania in in some aspects but again my only complaint they were rushing they were they were moving on to the next spot they were they were here do this move all right now let's let's go here all right then let's go here and yeah, then it, like it, okay it almost right
1: seemed like it almost seemed like they were trying to get to the next match too fast
0: yeah yeah and uh, I kind of I kind of wondered was, that
1: was, that match wasn't the only one I saw like that
0: yeah, and I kind of wondered that. And there it happens sometimes because, you know, these kind of things happen in the wrestling business, uh, I wouldn't say too frequently. It happens where, you know, you're cutting time and you have to rush the next one so these guys have enough time or these girls have enough time, you know. It's uh, – shit happens, you know, and it's live. And, of course, this match um, – was uh, pretty much ended after a couple of things happened. Uh, a few near uh, victories for Becky Lynch and for Bianca, but um, Ten Count was beat like twice. They weren't out on the ring too long, which I was okay with. But they did some cool stuff out on the floor, so that was all right. And damn, you should! Oh my god, that C four, that Spanish Fly, man, that one was beautiful. And then that was a good move. That, that one, was. That, clean. That was amazing. I love that. And then uh, after the match, uh, as Bianca was celebrating, and, uh, of course, uh, Becky Lynch has a show of sportsmanship or sportswomanship. I'm not sure how you say it. But um, in a show of respect, shook hands with her. That was cool. I guess this is babyface Becky Lynch now. Again?
1: You cut out. How about now?
0: I can hear you now. There's something up with your mic. I, I don't know what it is. I mean, it's connected and everything. Weird. But uh, anyway, uh, after that, after the whole match ended and showed respect to her, um. Basically, Bailey came out and made her in-ring return along with Dakota Kai and Io Sky, who is formerly Io Shirai, but I guess they changed her name. But happy to see them. Can't wait to see what they're gonna do. Bailey's and, uh, been gone for a minute. Yeah, Bailey's been gone for a bit, so I'm glad to see her back. She's really talented, and I love Io Shirai. Uh, Dakota Kai is okay, but you know I've seen some good matches with her in it, so. Can't wait to see how this unfolds. And a thing I kind of asked myself, if Becky is turning babyface, does this mean Seth might too? No. Because they do it They do it sometimes. One turns heel and the other turns heel. And then one turns face, the other turns face. And they're couples. See,
1: thing is about those two, though, it's not like it, – they're not like the regular wrestling couple.
0: Yeah, yeah. They're not as on camera. They're they're
1: not a couple on camera a lot. They're like it's not like Miz and Maurice.
0: Yes, yes. That's true. All right. And speaking of the Miz and Maurice, um, next match, Logan Paul versus the Miz. And I'm gonna that be honest, with I you. turn
1: that shit off.
0: Yep. Yep, I'ma be honest. Yeah, I was gonna say it too. I didn't watch that match, not one single fucking second, because I refuse to watch anything. It.
1: We were discussing this in the chat and Jake was fucking defending Logan.
0: <sighs> I heard he did all right, but I will not I'm not gonna credit him. I won't. And I will not watch a single minute of him in a match. Ever. I won't. He doesn't deserve it. Fuck Logan Ball. And fuck his brother too. I can and, say Jake is worse than Logan. Yeah, sure. I mean, they're lesser of the two evils, sir. Yeah, yeah. But Logan
1: Logan is sure, a good
0: fuck? But I just realized I said. You cut out again. Sh- sir, instead of sure. That was so stupid, but can you hear me now? Yeah. Okay. See, good.
1: I I can say Logan is a good athlete. It's
0: fucking Mike.
1: But I will also say that he's not an entertaining fucking person.
0: Yeah. 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 I'm just not a fan of him, especially after you know all the bullshit in the past. I'm not going to bring it up, but. Y'all can look it up if you want to. Just controversy, Logan Paul. You'll find it. All right, and next match, the one I actually did watch, um, United States Championship match. This was Bobby Lashley, the champion, taking on Theory, formerly known as Austin Theory. I don't know why so they
1: I watched that one too, because I knew that was one. I knew that was one that I was gonna like.
0: I was a bit nervous about it because we both agreed it was going to be a Styles Clash, but I, I think was they did.
1: Terrified well. after I thought about it.
0: Yeah, yeah. Because of the fucking size
1: difference.
0: Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, they they had a pretty good match. They. I was really surprised, and it, it just, was still course, a
1: Styles Clash. But it was a good Styles
0: Clash. It was, it was, and they kind of they kind of did some things that complemented each other. So I was I was happy about that. And this ended um, with Bobby Lashley defeating Theory uh, via pinfall, and I believe this was uh, pretty much the shortest match on there. It was. I think it only lasted like Say ten so. minutes. I think so. All right, next match. Uh, this one is the Mysterios versus the Judgment Day no disqualification match, and of course Rhea Ripley's fine sexy ass out by the ringside. That was, that was nice. That I, was I like so seeing funny. Rhea. The only reason I watched that match, Holy out no, Rhea sad. Ripley,
1: and the fucking in the fucking scissor choke she. I've yeah, never Dom been so jealous him. of a tiny Dude. Mexican in my entire fucking life.
0: Dude, what the hell, though, man? Like, when they were doing that and she made – did you see the tweet she made with it? Yes. Yeah, she's out there, uh, Dom's living y'all's wildest dreams or whatever. <laughs> I was fucking dying. But it's funny because she knows. She like shes what? You
1: cannot convince me that every switch or sub – male in the fucking world wasn't wishing they were Dom in that
0: moment. I did. I did. I did. I wish I was Dom. Dom, if you're listening, (laughs) if you're listening, you've lived our dreams, brother. You've done it. But uh, Rhea is very talented and a very amazing athlete. And, uh, of course, she's undergoing uh, some heart issues. As of right now, she's been fitted with a heart monitoring device. So we do wish her a speedy recovery to the ring, and we hope to be seeing more of her. And not just because she's a sex goddess, but also because she's a great wrestler. So keep that in mind. We're not being misogynistic. We are being appreciative. And I'm sure, you know, Rhea hears this on the daily. Uh, I I know people, so many people with fan pages dedicated to her. It's, It's crazy. Like, it's the ones where they... The ones where they uh they take the profile picture in the in the thing and they replace it with one of Reyes or just like a selfie or something. And they put non-official or something like that. And then they try to make it official, but they can't because it's fake. But anyway... <coughs> I hate those fucking accounts. Have you seen those? I've seen more than a few. Shit, man, I hate those. The ones, the creepy guys who... Ugh. it's the people that, that they take the fucking you know i i just described it y'all know who i'm talking about y'all know who i'm talking about anyway this was a good match dominic has certainly gotten better <laughs> a lot better yes i was so impressed with him and uh ray they keep on making him little man to shit but you know it's gonna happen but uh, it didn't. It didn't end on a sour note. I'm gonna say that it did not end because in the middle of the match, uh, when the fucking Mysterios were down on their backs, you know, Edge returned. Finally, I was waiting for. I knew it was fucking him. I knew it was him. And the, in the I little knew he was coming. Yes, I knew he was coming. I knew it. And I thought he was gonna be. You know, uh, they might swerve us and they might turn him heel or keep him heal. I guess I should say, but they didn't. So that's good. I'm glad they didn't do that, because that's, that's you know, a WWE thing. They make us think they're going to do something, and then they don't, and then, you know, swerve. But And awesome. then we're like, what the scene. fuck just happened? And that was such a badass, and dude, he looked like fucking Satan himself. Like, he looked like Satan's bodyguard, just like, coming back and collecting someone's fucking debt or something, man. It was crazy. Oh,
1: yeah. He was ready to destroy oh, the fucking world. So-
0: so badass. Loved it. And, of course, the Mysterios defeating the Judgment Day via pinfall after a double 619 on Finn Balor for Rey and Dominic to score the 1-2-3. So that was a great match. Ah, It was good. That's another
1: thing I've noticed recently. Have you noticed Finn has been off his game a lot?
0: A bit. A bit. But, you know, he's getting back to it. He is. All right, so um, we are going to take a little commercial break uh, just real quick. When we come back, we're going to be recapping the rest of SummerSlam. So don't go anywhere, Warheads. We will be right back after these words. All right, so next match on that was Pat McAfee taking on Happy Corbin. And I got to say, what a great match, man. What a great match
1: one simply because i am not the biggest fan of happy corbin
0: understandable not a lot of not a lot of people like him he's not everyone's cup of tea you did like pat mcafee though
1: i do like pat mcafee
0: yeah yeah he's good um head of his game love it um i don't know how he is this good uh, I guess because he was trained by Rip Rogers, you know, and not a lot of people were trained by a legend like him, you know. Um, but pretty awesome. A um, lot of good stuff happened in this match. Um, a lot of good selling. The work was great. I, I just loved it. I was blown away. It w- I did not expect it to be this good. And I was loving the buildup for it and everything. The mind games, you know, and Pat's entrance with the choir, you know. And it, it's great. I, I loved it. So happy to see this. No pun intended. And um, Pat, of course, defeating Happy Corbin by pinfall. And that was a sweet-ass Swanton bomb, though, wasn't it? And oh, wait, Swanton. You
1: you <laughs> uh, yeah, I watched the match.
0: Yeah, okay, yeah, sorry. Uh, next one. For the Undisputed WWE Tag Team Championship The Usos taking on the Street Profits with special guest referee, Paul Jay himself, Jeff Jarrett. And, wow. um, This, I I, you know, I saw it coming, the Usos winning this and all that. Um, A lot of frustration was built into the whole thing with, you know, the Profits and you know they're they're doing a lot of storytelling with Montez and how he's getting frustrated with Jarrett and he's you know slapping his hand and he's like count to three count to three you know and Jeff's like I'm doing my job man you know and all that and I, I love that storytelling it's great and you know you look at Tez and you see him you know do that stare thing where he's you know he's trying so hard to focus, and he's so goddamn angry because he wants this more than anything. And they've been trying so fucking hard, you know. And oh, absolutely! Yes, it, it's just such great raw storytelling. I love it. I'm glad that they're doing this with them because I love the Street Profits, and I I know they can do more. So I'm glad I'm seeing this. Uh, the Usos, great tag team. Um, we've seen this match before again, but. Great match. Great match. And Jeff Jarrett, a little distracting, but, you know, um, his natural referee. I I think whenever he started out, um, he was a referee because um, his parents, uh, Christine and Jeff, or not Christine and Jeff, Christine Jarrett and uh, Jerry Jarrett were promoters uh, back in the day during the uh, territory days of wrestling. So – I think Christine was, I didn't know Jerry was. Yeah. Yeah. Jerry, Jerry. Yeah. I forgot uh, what exactly he ran, but uh, Christine, I think was more of a, uh, more of a successful promoter just in terms of, uh, you know, commercial booking, but you know, I, I don't know too much, but I think if I'm right, Jeff was a referee, uh, one of those promotions, if I'm right, Released for a short while. And what else? What else? Uh, this is uh, Riddle, uh, formerly known as Matt Riddle, and Seth Rollins. They uh, brawled. Wasn't really a match. Didn't know what the hell that was, but you know, that's that. Uh, Smackdown's women, or sorry, Smackdown Women's Championship. Uh, Liv Morgan, the champion, taking on Ronda Rousey. Didn't really care for the match. Um, was kind of short-lived. Didn't really uh, enjoy the whole thing. But the ending was very creative. I like that, where you know she was. They had it slowed down and everything, where Liv was, you know, tapping and all that, but they didn't see it and. Ronda's shoulders were on the mat so they counted that I love that ending that was a very sweet ending I wish they would have drawn it out a little more though but you know they they might have been coming you know they might have been cutting time in half for the main event that's what I'm thinking probably so, because that, that was a long ass main event and so much shit happened so it's like maybe they maybe they just made a change of plans i mean it was getting good. It was starting to get somewhere, but you know, Rhonda was fucking Rhonda. So you know, it's kind of like how Brock is Brock. How Ronda is Rhonda. They just kind of take over the whole fucking match and it's all about them. Even if they were to get beat or something, it's all about them. You know? It's
1: how it's been for years.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I hate it. But you know, it happens. And... This one is the last match, of the main event, and by far the craziest fucking main event on SummerSlam or any professional wrestling pay-per-view in the goddamn God's green earth. Brock Lesnar, Roman Reigns, Universal Undisputed WWE Champion. What the fuck?
1: That, okay. that is the only way to describe that fucking match is what the
0: fuck there was so much so much happening Uh, whenever it was starting they had fucking uh, Brock come out with the tractor and you know it was kind of cool I thought they were just using it as an entrance kind of thing and then he was kind of uh, he was jumping off it and you know he put reins in it and then dumped him in the ring and a bunch of shit was going on dozens of German suplexes through the fucking announce table, F fives out of nowhere, just just left and right. It's all fucking Brock and Reigns. It's it's what it's been. This is a Lesnar and Reigns match. This is what's gonna happen. A bunch of shit. And then you cut out. How about now? And now I can hear you. Ah, fucking God. But anyway, uh so Reigns was getting some offense and they, you know, didn't exactly plan for that. They they planned for a little more. So they got Theory to come in and made it look like he was gonna cash in. And that's the part where I was like, okay, this is starting to get somewhere. This is this is looking kind of crazy, but you know, this is going somewhere. So they beat up Theory. Then they just kind of leave him there. Brock beats the shit out of him with the briefcase. I think Roman did too. They, they He was just fucking out of commission. And then Lesnar gets fucking Reigns down, puts him in the ring, and tips over the whole fucking thing. And... I, it was crazy. It was crazy. And, you know, that didn't keep him down... And then they literally, Usos and Reigns buried him with fucking debris and like a, a couple chairs, I think. And they stood on top of it. And Roman again, once again, retaining the Universal Undisputed Champion. And are we, where do we unpack this first? Like, is it the fact that they used a tractor in the match or the fact that they buried him under fucking just debris and all this shit out in the ring and, like, the fucking top of the table and the, a couple chairs and the pieces of the barricade? Like, just so much shit. Like, okay, now now here's, here's my thing. Would you have wanted Theory to successfully, like, cash in, like, even if he didn't win? Do you think it would have made it better if he interjected himself and made it a three way? If
1: he actively cashed in, yes. I do think the match would have been better as a three way.
0: Yeah, I thought they were going to do it and I thought this was what, this was how they were going to get the title of theory. But then he they didn't ring the bell and they didn't announce that he was cashing in. He just kind of got beat up and then he just stood out there so they didn't, you know, rule it as a successful cash in attempt. So or just a cash in attempt in itself. So which I think was dirty. It was, but you know, he still got the briefcase so he may, you know, use it on the the next pay-per-view maybe. Uh we'll just have to see what happens, but kind of makes me wonder how they're going to do it with this in the future. Like how they're going to make that pan out for theory. Yeah, it's definitely a question to be asked. It is. It is. Well, well, that was SummerSlam. <laughs> a lot of shit happened, so there's that. And um, well, tell us what you guys think. We want to hear what you guys think about SummerSlam. And what do you think is going to happen in the future? Let us know. TIWBAYBAY at gmail.com. And now, let's get some rumors. We're going to end this with some rumors going around the wrestling world. I haven't done this in a while. We haven't. I'm glad we're doing this. All right. Let's see here. Uh, according to her Instagram, Tennille Dashwood is apparently dating WWE superstar Madcap Moss. Okay, that's kind of cool. Really? I, yeah, I like it. I mean, they're. I think they're both cool people. I think so. I'm not sure how that all works out with the whole impact in WWE thing, but. Didn't think Madcap, Ma- Madcap was straight. Yeah, I, I don't know what it is, but I kind of thought he was a little fruity too. And I mean, you know, it's, and we can say this because we're, you know, part of the spectrum. So, you know, when the gaydar goes <laughs> no, off. No, no, we no. We're we part can't. of the gay spectrum. Thanks.
1: Are we not <laughs> different, different thing, but the
0: gay spectrum,
1: we're part of the mafia.
0: Oh, OK. OK. Yeah. Yeah. We're the, we're part of the gay mafia. So whenever we we hear, you know, the gaydar go off, you know, we think, oh, is could Could they be gay? You know. But anyway, um, everybody, everybody could always be a little bit gayer. That's true. Or not. You know, it, it, they don't have to be. And, uh, next one, uh, Dave Meltzer wrote in the wrestling. You cut out again. Can you hear me now? Yes. God damn it. I don't know what's happening. It's not the fucking mic. I guess it's my internet, but, uh, by the way, this is by, uh, This is according to CagesideSeats.com if you guys want to follow this up. But what else? Um, Dave Meltzer wrote in the Wrestling Observer Newsletter that AEW can add injury time to wrestler contracts like WWE has in the past. And he stated their contracts do allow for that, and it has happened. Well, I saw that coming. You know, it's a common wrestling practice, so. It's it's a common rule. I mean, that that's not really a rumor or news. It's just yeah. kind of something to be expected. It's cool that they do that, though. You know, they're catching up with it. Uh, following up on the MJF situation, Fightful Select reports no one from AEW or anyone in wrestling uh, says that they've reached out or admitted to hearing from mjf since uh this being since his promo on the june 1st edition of dynamite AEW talent and staff also say they are not or sorry they've not overheard tony Khan speak about mjf whatsoever there's a lot of beef going on with them and i thought for so long that this was just mjf you know but wow no it's it's definitely more than him at this it's, point it's tony uh, yeah there, there's a lot of shit going on there and damn, I hope someone spills the tea soon on this because I, th- this shit seems juicy, man. I, I want to hear more about it. We that. need it. We do. Please let us know. And uh, last one, last one, or no, sorry, second to last one. Uh, apparently, MJF was filming something with the cast of Impractical Jokers last week in New Jersey but can't confirm if it was him for that show on True TV or if it's for something else like another Warner's Discovery Channel like TNT or TBS for a separate project. Well, we might see him on Impractical Jokers. We've seen Jericho on there make an ass of himself, so that's not hard for Jericho to do. Yeah, it's not. I love Impractical Jokers though. It's a great show. You don't like it? I can take it or leave it. Hmm. Uncultured swine! Uncultured swine! (laughs) I'm sorry. I love that. I love that Toy Story reference or that quote. I love that. No,
1: they got they got rid of, and I don't don't I don't remember which one. They got rid of one of the core
0: four, and it's just not the same now. (laughs) Core four, what? Oh, you mean uh, impractical yeah, it was Joe. Yeah. They didn't they didn't get rid of him. He he um he took time off. I think it, something with his wife or something or his children. Like I, I don't know exactly what, but it was kinda like a personal time off sort of thing. But it hasn't been the same without Joe because he is by far the most talented impractical joker in terms of just knowing the show, you know, and what it's supposed to be and you know. See
1: my favorite has my favorite and will always be my favorite is Mur.
0: Yeah, Mur's funny, but my fa- I like him. But my favorite, like full-on favorite, is either Sal or Q. But the most talented is Joe. I think that's just my opinion, but I do like them all as guys. They're cool. You know who Q reminds me of? Who?
1: Switchblader. He cut, yeah, yeah, he kind of. <laughs> uh, I, I can see that. Now that I think about it, uh, it's funny. Cause you right. would be the person to have sex while one of the others is in the room.
0: Wow. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. We, we're going to keep bringing that up till the day we die, aren't we? That that switch. Oh, folder, I'm going to tell that story at that fucker's wedding.
1: <laughs> he had sex in the same room as you while he thought you were asleep with the fuck. Oh, my God, it's funny. Okay. He just finds out years later that I wasn't asleep (laughs) and saw everything. (laughs) He knows.
0: He knows you know. I think. Oh, he knows I know what the fuck happened. Yeah, I was about to say, yeah, he knows because we talked about it. Yeah, he knows. He knows. Anyway, uh, last rumor uh, for tonight. Um, On the Hall of Fame podcast, uh, Booker T's podcast, uh, Booker T stated – that he turned down an offer for Harlem Heat to have their last match at StarCast next year. Cut out again.
1: Did you hear of that? I heard that Booker
0: T turned down Harlem Heat. He turned down an offer for Harlem Heat to have their last match at StarCast next year, uh, along with his brother Stevie Ray, that is. Uh, You know... They got their own reasons. If they don't want to do their last match, I'm I don't blame them, you know. But but it's kind of weird because didn't we see Booker in the ring somewhere, like indie show? Like didn't wasn't he like doing something like just now? If I'm, I mean, I'm just saying, if he's like training and all that, I'm you trying know, to
1: remember. I I know.
0: I'm trying to I remember where we saw him. I saw a picture, but. Uh, maybe he's just not wanting to do it yet. You know, maybe he's worn. Wasn't he at the rumble? Uh, at yes. Wrestling. I don't think so, but, um, you know, I, I guess we'll just have to see what happens. Maybe he just doesn't want to have his last match yet or, uh, something, you know, it'd be kind of cool seeing him do something with Harlem heat though. That'd be awesome.
1: That would be cool.
0: Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, that's uh, the wrestling rumors. Uh, pretty much all that's going on in the wrestling world as of right now. Uh, once again, guys, if you have rumors to report of your own, please let us know. It's bay at com. We will feature you on this show. We will do whatever. So reach out to us. And that is it for Talk Is War of tonight. Once again, we have um, – New episode coming out next week. Uh, Tell us what you guys want to hear about. Reach out to us on our Facebook page. It's facebook.com slash talkiswar. It's official TIW. And um, uh, we also have some shows coming out soon on EPN, the Encore Podcast Network. So be sure to tune in wherever you get your favorite podcasts for all these shows. We have more coming out very soon. Got a couple in mind and... Well, I think that's it. Hades, any closing words for the Warheads? As long as you keep listening, we'll keep talking. Hell yeah, we will. So, tune in to us next time. Until next time, from Alpha Z. And Hades. We will see you on the next show. You've been listening to Talk Is War by Battlefield Productions, a subsidiary of the Encore Podcast Network.